right you in the arms show with Glenn. And Drew. And Daryl. And Gabe. <clears throat> Sorry for the uh, coughing and sniffling coming from my microphone. I'm like congested. <laughs> I don't know where that happened from. Yeah, I can't imagine how I might have gotten even the slightest <laughs> amount of a virus. Thanks to all of our patrons for supporting the show and continuing to keep us going as well as make sure that we can continue to do things in our communities and yours, like the Stop the Bleed programs and security assessments for schools and churches and things like that. Uh, we try to make those things free for civic organizations, but of course, <clears throat> they're not free for us. So just this past you know, weekend, we had an opportunity to uh, go into another community and uh, teach a, a great Stop the Bleed program to a whole bunch of people that were just Mind blown, you know, kind of a small uh, mountain mountain town, and they just love the information. And uh, it, it was great to see how excited people are. You never really know <clears throat> how much people are going to buy into, like, okay, cool, now you've got the information. Because here's kind of the thing we run into with any medical program is people have the information, uh, and they're excited about it, you know. But then they don't necessarily do anything. This is like, dude, you just spend an hour learning about tourniquets, and then you're not going to buy any? Like, what the fuck, you know, or like, oh, you just spent an hour learning about, you know, bleeding control and wound packing and all this stuff. And and you're not going to do anything about that, you know? So, I mean, our Stop the Bleed program is a two-hour program. So, it's like, no, they got, they got a couple of hours of learning about very specific techniques and concepts. And then they're just like, all right, cool. Thanks for the information. And I'll like, just get on that later. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> dude, this is tool-specific stuff. That'd be like going and, you know, taking a shooting class and then being like, cool, yeah, I definitely need a gun. And then just not doing anything about it, you know, like, oh yeah, I'll just reprioritize that at a later point in time. So it, it's always cool. The, these, this group was awesome. Uh, we brought like some demo kits. I just brought some kits to show them like what good med kits are and they fucking bought all of them. So that was kind of cool because <clears throat> that doesn't always happen, you know, and we had like brought some extra tourniquets and stuff in case we needed extra stuff for training. So I still had some of the wrapper and they were like, oh no, we want those. We want those. We want those. And so it was awesome. Like, it's, it's great to see that kind of a response to a Stop the Bleed program. It was really cool. Uh, let's see. What do we got here? <clears throat> Coming up in the news. So we here have had a very serious concern, as many of you know, about the level of uh, capability of, uh, of otters as they've been proven to be quite violent, lethal almost. Um, it was almost... It was almost a woman's life was almost in jeopardy from an otter, as you guys might remember. And since then, uh, we've had a lot of dangerous encounters with otters at, uh, at zoos and animal parks. Um, it's, it's terrifying. If you've ever seen an otter, it's probably one of the scariest fucking things you've ever seen. Uh, they're, fur they're furry. Um, they're very cute, uh, very deceptively cute, and, uh, but dangerous. But there's a new threat <clears throat> that some of you guys uh, might be aware of. But I, if you're not aware of it, I don't want to make you aware of it. Um, it's acorns. All right. If you guys <laughs> didn't know, acorns are probably, at this point, three, maybe even ten times as dangerous as otters that get behind you. An acorn falling on a tree, or falling out of a tree, I mean, and hitting the roof of a car. It actually sounds like... Gunfire. And and when an acorn hitting a car, initiating a a active response from a, a well-trained individuals can also simulate spontaneous 
gunshot pains around your body. So if you just hear, <laughs> if you just fucking, this is how dangerous acorns are. If you fucking hear an acorn fall, it, it actually will send ghost pains throughout your body simulating gunshot-like wounds. And if you, if you then were to fall to the ground, uh, screaming, I'm hit, I'm hit, uh, draw your weapon and then fire into the void, including if you were to even engage your own vehicle, all right? If you were just like out of randomly, let's say, we're just kind of like hypothetically speaking here. If you were just going to randomly engage your own fucking vehicle, nearly hitting a fucking suspect you had detained in the back seat. <laughs> Uh, and then and then fire into the void randomly at people who are doing nothing. Uh, that's normal. That's a normal response to an acorn attack. So, of course, for those of you guys who don't know what we're talking about, we're talking about the Okaloosa County Sheriff's Deputy from Fort Walton Beach, uh, Florida. This video just really hit the internet hard uh, last week. It was actually from November, if you guys don't know. It was, it was from 2023 November. So, uh, it's a few months old. My... God, <laughs> I can't do this shit justice. I'm like, for, there's so many things to say about this. They were probably just stalling releasing that body cam footage. Like, we don't, like, don't want to do this. Uh, <laughs> well, look, I mean, they have to like, because Drew would ask me like, well, how come it took so long? And I mean, my guess is it's all based on, you know, the, the investigation has to be completed before they can, just like, you know, you'll hear about them, you know, taking some suspect down or whatever. And it's kind of controversial, whatever. And they're like, we got to see the body cam and, if they ever get it to the news before the investigation completed, there was like body cam leaked. And that's usually what has to happen, right? Someone has to take a recording of it and give it to somebody because otherwise, yeah, they get, I mean, they keep it under wraps while investigations are currently pending. Obviously this investigation is over. Holy shit. If you have not watched the video, um, it, it, right yeah, like if you're on the, if you're on the Instagram or whatever and you haven't seen it, uh, you can, I don't know. It, it's fucking everywhere, but you guys can go to YouTube and you can look this up. Just look up officer shoots after mistaking acorn. You can just look up that. Officer shoots after mistaking acorn and it'll bring you up the whole thing. So do you, do you have the audio right there, Gabe? Yeah, I can. Play play the audio. Can you yeah. hear that, Drew? Yeah. Yeah, get your mic a little closer. <clears throat> Oh, that's the other side. That's of it. the other officer. Yeah. Well, both of them were shooting. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Nearly at each other. In yeah. Fact. Get in the house, Jesse. Get back, get back. Where is he? Where so, is he? So that's that's the responding officer shooting. Forty-three. Give me traffic. Shots Just shooting at nothing. She's goddamn shooting at here's, nothing. Here's uh. My legs my legs went numb. Okay, now pause that. Pause that. I'm going to play the body cam. You guys, this is serious stuff. This is terrifying, all right? But not in the way that this... He's rolling around on the ground. And then he just fucking engages his own goddamn car. With a suspect in it. <laughs> then he hits the ground, and from the dynamic prone, he's fucking shooting... Until he goes to slide lock. This motherfucker shoots an entire fucking magazine. Now he's crawling around on the ground like, I, I, it's like, it's almost sickening to watch. Here, here's the reality behind it, right? These are the motherfuckers who show up when you call 911. 
Yeah. It's not every cop. This isn't every cop. It's a lot of them. Though. This is most fucking cops. Yeah. I'm sorry. And I know that upsets some very sensitive fucking police officers who live in our state. I don't fucking care how you feel. I don't know if you've noticed. I don't fucking give a shit about how you might feel about my opinion. Prove me fucking wrong. Because I see more of this than I don't. This motherfucker thinks a fucking acorn falling on his car should initiate gunfire. The responding officer, who's just as twat fucking stupid, pulls her fucking weapon out and engages into nothing. Into nothing. She engages nothing. He fucking engages nothing. A magazine. If I went out right now and I mistook gunfire for... I don't know, anything that might actually be gunfire in the wonderful city of Phoenix. If I just heard something, I'm like, oh my God, that backfiring muffler sounded like gunfire. If I hit the ground, rolled around like a fucking idiot, like this guy did, screamed, I'm hit, I'm hit, I'm hit, rolled around, drew my fucking sidearm, and emptied a fucking magazine into nothing, I would be in jail. So many fucking charges would be pending against me. I mean, we were literally just talking about this the other day in the CCW class. It's like, you're accountable for every round that leaves your gun, yep. unless you, apparently you're a fucking... And I'm pretty sure there's a deputy. firearm safety rule that applies. What is that? Know your target? Jesus yeah. Christ! Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, these guys, these fucking idiot cops are just engaging into nothing. Now, luckily, because the national hit average of cops is 17 motherfucking percent, these guys hit literally nothing. They shoot their own fucking vehicles a lot. That's about it. These people, in my opinion, hug, hang them. They fucking pulled their weapons out in public and engaged nothing in public. These people shouldn't not just be cops. They shouldn't be alive on the planet. How do you think they're going to handle anything? You can't put these people on a construction site. You can't put them in a, you can't, you, these morons couldn't be a fucking Starbucks barista. They are not fucking mentally or emotionally equipped to handle any kind of stress. I'm hit. I, the guy's rolling around. Then he's dragging himself along the ground. Says in an interview, my legs just went numb. Jesus Christ, man. First of all, you are a fucking law enforcement officer. Did you not consider the possibility that it's a dangerous job? Like, has a stupid fuck ever been? Like, this guy, I know retarded people, like actual people who are mentally handicapped. They wouldn't fucking act like this. Well, the problem is, I mean, look at what they did in Atlanta. I sent you that video. Like, They've got some fucking chick cop at this big event. She's like, yeah, you can come down. If you got warrants, we can take care of that. If you got... Oh, yeah, yeah, if yeah. If you've been arrested, if you're a felon, we can, we can take care of that. Yeah, so you it's, can be it's, a cop. A, it's a job fair. They're hiring the cops. fuck? Yeah. Could you imagine? Oh, my God. Oh, you have a warrant? Yeah. Hey, you want to be a cop? Yeah, that makes perfect fucking sense. I mean, but this is the quality of people they're looking for. Well, it's like, oh, California. Are you illegally in this country? Please, come believe, be a police officer. Yeah, they're fucking yeah. making them cops. These are the people you're getting when you're calling 911. All the old guard is retiring. And that's the funny thing. Is whenever I say things about, like, cops or military, and military or cops get upset with me, and I do get some messages or people will call me or they'll text me or whatever. They hear my my show or they what, and they're like, well, but you're gonna go. okay, hold on, hold on a second. Let me ask you a fucking question. How fucking old are you? How many years have you been on the job? What is your current position in the job? Because I'm not talking about you. And what do you say to your other old head officers yeah. about the new kids? Yeah. yeah. When you're, if you're 40, you've been on the job for 15 years. I'm not talking 
about, unless you're fucking fat, in which case you're a waste of fucking everything. But other than that, like, if you are someone who is moderately managing your life well, none of us are perfect, and you've been on the job for 15 years, you have probably done a lot of good. Of that, there is no doubt in my mind. I'm not saying I agree with what you do professionally necessarily, but I am saying that, yes, you are a good person. Yeah. You are also going to be off the job in a couple of fucking years or less. One of my personal friends, who's also a guy I compare all other cops to, just fucking retired. He's the old guard. We've had him on the show before. Talking about being a peace officer compared to a law enforcement officer. He just retired four days ago. He's gone, man. And most of these guys are and gals are leaving. I'm not talking. I'm talking about this simple-minded fuck. This is what I'm talking about. How about those two fucking female cops who engaged that fucking apartment dweller yeah. through the goddamn wall? They go to a fucking burglary call, right? And uh, <clears throat> a neighbor saw someone breaking into an apartment. Legitimately, it was a legitimate call. Because the person breaking the apartment had forgot their key and was popping the screen and going into the window. Okay, I'm not saying that's the right thing to do or a good idea without alerting people around you what you're doing. I am saying it's not, it's happened to me too, man. I've fucking broken in my own house before. So they call the cops. Okay, okay, legitimate call. Looks like a burglary in progress. Two cops show up. The home, the, not the homeowner, the resident is now inside. There's lots of yelling and screaming outside. She goes and retrieves a, hand, a handgun. Is walking to the front door to see what the hullabaloo is and gets fucking shot damn near to death by the fucking cops who see her, see a person in the house walking with a gun, not aggressively moving towards them, not having the gun raised. You can watch the fucking body cam footage. The chick just comes walking down the, walking out of a room with a gun at her side, not aggressively, not anything. She is now legally doing legal fucking things. And these two people see her, oh my God. And they fucking start, fire, gun, gun, gun. And they're just, both of them just fucking unload. And again, shit fucking hit percentage. They managed not to kill her, thank God. I remember how many rounds they fired. It was a lot. And they wound her. That chick is now set for life, by the way. Yeah, probably. But it's like, what the, who the fuck do you, who is fucking, who's hiring these morons? Who's teaching these morons? And then you find the frustration. It's like we were, you know, talking about yesterday. The amount of time that police officers get in how to manipulate people how to extract information, how to gather evidence, how to not sexually harass each other, how to not fuck, you know, the young EMTs, how to do like all that kind of shit. They spend more time in those types of classes than they do in the real shit, which is things like use of force and threat mitigation and, you know, shoot, no shoot, discriminatory fire, right? They don't get enough of that. And then we put them on the streets we hire usually from the lowest of the fucking low because nobody wants to be a fucking cop anymore. And then they do this shit like this and then we don't hold them accountable. And so it just keeps happening because people think that, they, dude, did these people, what even happened to these people? What happened to this acorn idiot? It's a fucking bloody limb on the fucking main street, dude. Well, so few cops. Make a fucking example out of this guy. You don't get a fucking come into our communities and do this. This is wildly inappropriate. If I did that, 
if I did that, I would still be fucking sitting in jail, awaiting trial. <clears throat> Not only that, but fucking like, shit, look at dude. the area that they're in. I mean, it is a fucking congested ass neighborhood. You know what I yeah. mean? And there's people out on their porches and shit because they're watching what's yeah. going on with the cops, and it's just bullets fucking everywhere. The dude everywhere. fucking drains a whole magazine. And then doesn't reload, by the way. It doesn't, there's like everything about this moron just it's makes wrong. me just want to punch his fucking head in. Like, are you fucking serious? You think you're, sh- you think you're in a gunfight and you drain your mag. You think you've been hit because you have ghost pains from the mystical fucking magical powers of acorns falling. You drain a fucking magazine into nothing. Hit the ground. He's rolling around on the ground. Like, watching the body cam... The video is pretty fucking is pathetic. fucking... It, literally, this guy, I'm like, drop your pants and show me you actually have testicles. You fucking simp motherfucker. He fucking drops his mag and then drops his fucking gun. And then starts crawling along. Oh, my legs! You fucking serious, dude? Like, you're not even going to reload your weapon, you fucking waste... I just want to think about, like, let's say an acorn falling on a metal surface could sound like that little, like, snap crack if a round's impacting your ear. was like, where's the bang at, dude? Well, yeah. there was a report you, you know of a I mean? suppressor yeah. being used somewhere I heard. Yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah my <laughs> fucking ass. Yeah. Okay, so let's just say there's a report of a suppressor being heard, okay? Which is kind of a funny statement. Right? Yeah, yeah. All right. So let's just say there's a report of a suppressor being used somewhere. Potentially, possibly, we don't fucking know. All right, let let's just let's just say that that actually fucking happened. All right. So you hear a you hear thunk. Okay. Oh my god, it might be gunfire, or okay. it might be an acorn. I don't know. I or wonder it might an oak be tree. an acorn, right? Oh, look up, it, oak it, tree. It could be a lot of things. Okay, <laughs> look, I'm scared. All right, my, 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 I'm raised by a single mom like most fucking people these days. All right, uh, I, I don't understand. My dad never played ball with me. Uh, I got picked last on the fucking soccer team. Uh, you know, I'm having gender confusion issues. I'm not sure who I want to be. Uh, I'm confused about that one time I made out with my best friend, dude, in high school. Uh, and, and then I become, I'm like, what would a faggot like me do? I would go be a cop in fucking Florida. So I go and I get a fucking job. And now now I'm on the streets, man, where the fucking shit is real. All right? You know what I mean? Like, there's fucking danger. And I hear, I hear say there may be a suppressor being used in the area. What do I do next? Really quick. Get the fuck out of here. From the time the acorn... (laughs) From the time the acorn hits the roof, which they have on fucking video, yeah, which yeah. is hilarious. You can literally watch the acorn He does fall. three yeah. fucking barrel rolls yeah. before. Yeah. And then just turns over and just. As he's yelling, I'm hit. Okay, Mel Gibson. Yeah, let's not forget. <laughs> he's yelling, I'm hit. And he's rolling in the open. He's not even rolling like to toward cover. cover. He's, he's just rolling, rolling, rolling in the grass. grass patch. <laughs> he's just rolling. He's just rolling. I'm hit. I'm hit. Then he just. Pulls his weapon out and he shoots. Then he gets Jesus, up. How did the guy in the back of that car fucking make it? I don't know, dude. <laughs> fucking 70, how? Dude, he had an 83% chance of surviving based on the national average of it percentage. And I think this guy falls below even that 17%. Problem is, is if the cop, uh, cop probably wasn't shooting at his, at his car in, you know, on purpose. So the all the misses window. should go on the car. Yeah. Well, and here's <laughs> what's crazy. You're like, why would you engage your own? Of all the things you would be suddenly shooting at. Glenn, obviously, because the guy... <laughs> Showed up with his suppressed rifle, got in the police officer's car oh to God. mask his position, and then shot out the back window. Just another thing guy. I noticed, too. The Dude, the other me. officer, you noticed she didn't even drop her paperwork, so she's got she gun and paperwork <laughs> in hand. Can't drop my clipboard. Pow, 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 pow. And she's shooting in nothing. 
There's a great. And then no. she's yelling, where is he? Where? After she's shooting, after she's shooting her gun in the fucking community, she starts yelling, where is he? Where is he? Are you fucking serious? Well, hey. Can you imagine? This is what I think. This is what I think. Okay, hold on. Hold on. Let's go back to an earlier Glenn. Let's go back to a younger Glenn. Okay, there I am. All right? There I am. I have, I'm belt fed in hand. All right? All right, I'm belt fed in hand. All right, and one of my guys starts yelling, "I'm hit!" I just imagine having this funny vision in my head. One of my guys starts yelling, "I'm hit!" And I just take my belt fed, and I'm just like Rambo from the hip, just, <laughs> just fucking dumping. I go through a whole belt, and I'm like, "Where are they at? Where are they at?" Like, can you imagine, dude? Some fucking NCO would walk up, and they would beat the fucking shit out of you. They wouldn't stop hitting you until their arm was, and then they would pick something up, and they would hit you with that. Or get another person. <laughs> yeah, they'd be like, you over here, keep kicking this guy's ass, I'm tired. But hey, let me keep poking Glenn here. <laughs> suppressive fire with a handgun. Yeah, right, yeah, <laughs> exactly, yeah, suppressive They proved the point here. Handgun. They suppressed the whole They suppressed fucking... the shit out of those acorns. You'll notice, however, and I do. this is important to bring up at the end here, no more acorns fell. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Threat neutralized. All right. Threat neutralized. <laughs> There's another great video. Since we're fucking bagging on cops, there's a video of these two chick cops in Chicago. Suspect starts running away from him. He has a gun in hand, but he's running. And so they start shooting at him. And the one girl just goes to slide like doesn't hit shit. The funny part is this guy just runs in a straight line. Yeah. <laughs> right? And he's not running fast because no, he's no, no, fucking he's handcuffed. Yep, right. So yep. he's just like jogging away. Both these chick cops are shooting at him from, I don't know, like 10 fucking feet. They don't fucking hit him. He turns the corner and he's gone. The girl runs back to her car and is trying to, she's at slide lock. Mm -hmm. Takes her two minutes to get a mag in. It goes in backwards. She changes it around, gets it in finally. And her nails are so fucking long. She's got these long ass acrylics on. She can't fucking release her slide. And then she tries to like rack over the top to send it home. Causes a double feed. Takes the mag out. Can't get the slide back undone. Finally gets a double yeah. feed out, puts had, the mag back in. Jesus Christ, we had brand new shooters in CCW yesterday. That's what I'm saying, and I'm like, <laughs> this is a fucking cop. And I get, she, I, I guarantee all her friends are like, oh my God, she's such a fucking girl boss. She's a cop, blah, 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 blah. Why are you looking at me, Daryl? I'm not, I'm not, oh. <laughs> what? Gabe was looking at you. <laughs> no, that's just, I have to turn my head when I do that voice. That's how <laughs> <laughs> so you activate the appropriate vocal cords. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so speaking of girl bosses, Southwest Airlines <clears throat> uh, <laughs> has a post celebrating all-female flight crew, um, their all-female flight crew post, amidst questions surrounding whether diversity and inclusion drives are jeopardizing airline safety. So literally there's this big thing. There's all these problems right now with diversity hiring, especially in airlines, because there's being a lot of fucking problems um, where there, there are just diversity hiring. And <clears throat> those diversity hires are then doing silly things like hurting people and molesting little kids in airplane bathrooms and shit like that, right? Recording people going to the bathroom in airplane bathrooms. All kinds of weird shit, right? These are Wait, all yeah, that happened. fucking no, I know. diversity just... hires, right? Like, so far, every single fucking one of them. So there's this big thing. Southwest decides someone at fucking Southwest who's making posts decides I'm going to get ahead of this. And I'm going to make a post amidst all this controversy of our all-female flight crew. And this is the thing they put on there. They got a picture of the ladies. All-female flight crew, question mark. Go off, queens. I, I fucking hate human beings as a whole. Go off, queens. So they, here's, the, here's like some of the hilarious fucking... So they take it down, all right? Because they were like, 
This is this does not go well. All right. So they take it down, but here's some of the funny comments. <laughs> go off what? The plane? <laughs> the best. All right. Here's a good one. Um Where's the one I was reading? Oh, the, the poor DEI-hired intern, <laughs> the versity-hired intern, saw airlines trending and thought this was a good post to make. I saw it. The woke companies are getting roasted and sued with their diversity-hire programs. This really shows a lack of awareness of their customers and the issues today. And then it just continues on with that. These companies are completely out of touch with the people they allege to serve. And on and on and on we go. It's just fucking insane. It's like th- this... This is the shit, like, this is the quality of people. And and what happened to that fucking person who posted that? Nothing. They should be gone. <clears throat> they should be gone. They, they did, I will say, I was very upset that nothing was happening to that fucking intern idiot who was fucking his gay boyfriend in the fucking Senate room. Oh, yeah. They did at least fire him. Oh, that's good. I'm just saying they at least fired him. Golf clap. Yeah, total golf clap, but at least they fucking fired him. Well, I know people out there saying, like, oh, women can fly airplanes just as well as men. Yeah, they can. However, the fucking pool right now, I'm sorry, it's all dudes. Yeah. If you're going to go into high schools and colleges and say, hey, women, hey, minorities, go pursue aviation, fucking knock yourself out, please. But don't go, right now we will hire, like United Mm -hmm. just did, what, six months, a year ago? Mm Half of our pilots will be women or minorities in the next year. I'm like, Jesus Christ, it takes fif- it takes 15 years to build somebody with that skill level. And why should that even be a goal? Here's the problem with diversity hiring. Why should that even be a goal? Because oppression, Glenn. Oppression. Fucking Systemic insane. racism. That shouldn't be a goal. It should be like, we will hire from the best appropriate pool. Of pe- and if major corporations actually started doing that, if these agencies... Law enforcement agencies that are doing diversity hires. If these people would stop trying, if they would nut the fuck up and stop trying to diversity hire, if they would stop, like, well, yeah, we have eight officer positions open, but we have to hire at least three of those have to be a diversity hire. Just say no. Isn't that what you taught me to do, cops, as a kid? Just say no? You fucking just say no. You just say no to the fucking drug that's crippling you, which is fucking obedience and compliance to bullshit mandates and and these these policies that you're following. And the problem with it, again, is that most of the people who are following these policies are the senior people. They're the people who know what the result is going to be, but they're like, fuck it, I'm on my way out anyway. I'm only here for another four years. I don't give a shit. Hire all the retards. I don't give a fuck. Because like Daryl said, what do all the all the old school dudes get upset when we talk shit about cops? And then what do they fucking do when they're on the job? Talk shit about all the fucking young guys. Yeah, yep. hold your people fucking accountable then. If you don't want people calling a spade a spade, hold your fucking people accountable. And if you'll mentor them so that at the very least, if you're if you're a senior officer in law enforcement, the very least you can do is that here's what I want you to do. Go find yourself a junior police officer, right? Go find yourself someone who's like five years or less on the job. Here's what I want you to do, okay? Go out into your community with this officer, all right? I want you to find a really decent neighborhood, a good area. I want you to find a tree that produces acorns. I want you to take an acorn. (laughs) I want you to bounce it off a fucking car, and I want you to, at the very minimum, teach them that that's not gunfire. (laughs) All right? That's the very least, I think, as a senior officer you can do for your juniors right there. Pretty easy. Pretty easy task. That's That's hip pocket training. Put that one in your hips, boys. That's fucking phenomenal information. That that comes from my senior leadership positions right there. That's uh, yep. I'm doing that from now. I'm carrying acorns around with me. Pow! See that? Next class, I'm just gonna have a handful of fucking acorns. Yeah. 
until these people start holding their own fucking people accountable, I'm going to continue to make a joke out of the whole goddamn thing. And no, I'm not going to want to call 911. And no, I don't want your fucking help. Because quite honestly, every time law enforcement has stuck their dumb fucking nose in my fucking business, it's made my life fucking more difficult. Even if I was the victim of something, their fucking stupidity continues to make shit harder. Because they're not after peace. That's not what they want. They are after law enforcement. And if you're after law enforcement, go after this motherfucker. Enforce the law on this dude. Until these people start to see the same type of repercussions that I would. And should be worse. We hold them to a higher standard. And everyone who says thin blue line, I just want you to know, I want to punch you in the fucking mouth. I want to punch you in the mouth to all your fucking teeth throughout. I want to cut your fucking tongue off. I want to staple it to the wall so that you can't fucking say thin blue line ever fucking again. That shit is so fucking cringy. It's toxic. It's fucking toxic. I don't fucking thin blue line. I don't do any of that shit. Fuck all that shit. I'm sick of fucking hearing that shit. Hold your, how about, I'll, how about this? I'll back you when you fucking back me. When you back my fucking community, when you call these people out and you call a spade a spade, like Gabe said, and you take these motherfuckers and you go, that's not us. And we're going to flush these motherfuckers out of our department. And then you show the public how you're flushing people out. Don't do it quietly behind closed doors. Well, we don't want to look bad. Well, we don't want to look bad. We don't want to look like our hiring process is bad. No, come out publicly and say, we fucked up. We made some mistakes. We hired these people. Oops. Now we flushed them all out. We got rid of them. We're hiring new people from a new fucking pool. We're not going to follow that diversity. And people are like, well, we can't do that because of policy. Then shut the fuck up. Realize the job you're in. Do your fucking time. Get out with your pension. And then you can come sit here and bitch like the rest of us. And then on top of that, change your fucking training programs. Yeah. Get off the sexual assault, harassment, whatever bullshit training. Yeah. And start doing real fucking training. I'm Be- sorry. You take someone who's ill-prepared and you throw them into these situations. Jesus Christ. And the, the issue are dangerous, and yeah. the issue the issue continues with all these senior people not <clears throat> doing anything. And I get that they s- did some cool shit once upon a time, and they've saved and they've helped the community. I'm not taking that away from them, but I am saying that your fucking belief system is toxic as fuck. And and people want to know where the gap is between law enforcement and the community. It's shit like this. Show me that you're gonna do better. Prove to me because you're not above me. You're not better than me. Every cop is a fucking civilian. And every time a cop says they're not a civilian, it makes me want to punch <laughs> him in the fucking mouth. You are a civilian. You are supposed to be the best of us. That's what we expected. We expected you to be the best of us. The person that still makes mistakes because you're a human being, but holds themselves to a higher standard. Holds themselves and their department and their team and their squad and whatever to a higher fucking standard. Well, and you're going to get a lot of arguments, too, that say, well, most cops aren't like that. If that is true. Show me. Well, yeah. exactly. If Prove the, it. My, my point is, is if that is true, fuckers like this, they need to hang them in the streets because they are held to a higher mm-hmm. standard. Period. Yeah, if, fucking if that, show me. If that was true, the immediate reaction like, would be go scorched earth. Yeah, scorched right, earth on, the on these assholes. Link, on yeah. the weakest link. Right? Purge that's them. How it should Absolutely be. purge them. People need like, here's where, and I, I hate to say this because it's kind of cringy a little bit, but like people got to go back to the old school military way of doing things. We drummed people the fuck out of them. We scorched earth someone, like Gabe said. Like, if somebody was going to fucking disrespect our organization, our unit, our team, whatever, like, drum them the fuck out. Get them the fuck out of here. Make sure that they don't ever get to be anywhere near anything like this ever the fuck again. I mean, we would just scorch earth motherfuckers and then be like, yeah, you're going to HQ. You are no longer 
a part of this. And then the argument's going to be, oh, know. well, you know, there's shitheads in every community. I'm sorry. When you give someone that much fucking power yeah. over other people's lives, no, no, get no. them the fuck out. I get there's bad cops, there's bad plumbers, there's bad electricians, there's bad clerks at the fucking, you know, Costco or whatever. I understand. We're not giving those people a badge to enforce the law. We're not giving them guns on their hips and saying, we're giving you the capability beyond the average person to be able to use force to enforce the law. We're not giving them a bat belt of accessories to use at their fucking disposal. Yes, we're also not expecting those people to go out in the harm's way every shift. I feel for the job that cops do. I honestly do. We work with cops, train with cops. I've spent a lot of time around them. All right? I went to college for criminal justice. Like I, I understand the job, and I've been on the road with these guys, I don't know, probably cumulatively over 100 hours, which isn't a lot, but it's enough for me to see the kind of job that multiple different agencies and departments have done. I understand the job. If you don't like what we're saying, then why don't you fucking change something? You say it's not the majority of cops? Fucking prove it. Because what I see is, it is the fucking majority of cops. That's what I see. You say it's not? Fucking prove it. Fucking prove it. Because here's what I see. Everyone, months ago, heard me tell the story about my daughter's bike getting stolen from school. And how... The principal was really awesome in between he and I. Boom, we got the bike back that night. Everything's kosher. The school resource officer, whose only motherfucking job is to be a fucking school resource officer, had to be hounded by one of my friends over at the agency he works for. Hounded and hounded and hounded and hounded until three fucking months later, he finally wrote the fucking report. These kids aren't going to be punished for this shit. And that my buddy who's hounding him is the whole time texting me, God damn, I hate this fucking shit. This is all the fucking cops I have to deal with. Again, fucking prove to me. I know too many cops who tell me too many stories about the guys they work with. Fucking prove it to me that lazy, untrained, fat, out of shape, mentally ill fucking people are not the vast majority of fucking law enforcement. Fucking prove it. These people are seeing the, some of these guys and gals have seen the most horrible shit that can, any fucking human being should ever have to fucking see. And they're not even allowed to fucking talk about it or say anything about it because it'll be fucking blacklisted from the job or put on some fucking admin leave. And so then all that shit just brews inside of them. And that creates a toxic, a toxicity that kills them. Some of these people shouldn't be on the fucking job to begin with. Some of these people are literally diversity hires. Just know. Look at yourself in the mirror. Say, am I part of a diversity group? <laughs> There's a real fucking chance that you're not actually fit for the fucking job. <clears throat> and that's a real fucking policy. And if that makes you cry inside, call your mom, tell her all about it. Because I'm sure she'll fucking pat you on the back. Or be, be the person who says, you know what? I might actually have been a fucking diversity hire. And you know what I want to do? Prove that I'm fucking better than that. I don't want to be fucking seen that way. Because if my fucking nails are too goddamn long to reload my weapon, you were a diversity hire. If you can't meet the fucking physical standards, you were a fucking diversity hire. If you have gotten promotions and been passed, other people have been passed over, even though you had less experience and less time in the job, you're a fucking diversity hire. If you get all the special assignments that you ask for while other people get fucked, you're a fucking diversity hire. And on and on the list goes. If you think you're that person, you should fucking have the personal gumption to want to change that. Because a fucking acorn falling out of a goddamn tree 
happened in this video, but how many other times do we see video after video, story after story, those chicks shooting through the fucking wall, those guys, they're the two chicks you just talked about, yeah. can't even shoot that dude. I just watched a video the other day where four gals are jumping on one fucking guy and they can't fucking restrain him. Hmm. New York cops who hit everybody but their intended target. Dude, that one fucking, those two dudes like four years ago who engaged that guy in fucking North T uh, Times Square. Yep, they exactly what went, I'm talking they about. They both went to fucking slide lock. And they shot seven bystanders. There's another good one. Seven fucking bystanders. Didn't even hit the dude that they were shooting at. Traffic stop. Fucking dude safe, cop, dude. Girl cop responds. Dude cop is trying to get this guy out of the vehicle. He's <clears throat> tasing him. She goes up, tries to pull him out. And she's literally like reaching her hand in like so timidly. Like, come on, get out, get out. And this guy's has like a warrant or some shit. <laughs> As the dude cop goes up, he's like, fuck this. Goes hands on. He pulls out a gun. Boom. Driver shoots the cop, and she literally runs into her vehicle and poof, books it. Leaves him there. He fucking dies of a GSW who could have survived. Face oh, down yeah. in the fucking grass. I remember that one, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, she fucking leaves him behind. Yeah, just fucking bounces she's on him. She's scared. Probably fucking acorns are falling all over the place. I'm Can't like, blame her. Jesus Christ. And then you got half the cops out there making fucking TikToks while they're on the job. Have you seen that page? If you make a TikTok, know that I hate you. <clears throat> if you're a cop who's making TikToks, if you're a cop who's sitting in the fucking seat of your car ranting about anything other than the fucking taste of donuts and the fucking flavor of coffee that you're currently drinking, know that you are toxic to the fucking job. Yeah. You're fucking toxic to the job. I do love that that page If you're on off Instagram. duty, okay, make all the videos you want. If you're on duty and you're posting to your fucking account while you're on duty, know that anyone else who did that on the job would be fired. Yeah. If I was working at the Amazon warehouse and they caught me TikToking on the fucking job, they would fire me. But if you're a fucking idiot nurse or a lazy oh, fucking Jesus, cop, yeah. you can make all the fucking TikToks you want because everyone's too scared to tell you you're a fucking asshole. Well, it depends. But I'm not you, too scared. You work for a you're a fucking asshole. If you work asshole. for a smaller business, any corporation, I've seen it in the airline industry too, you know, freaking female pilots posting all about being a female pilot. While on the job. Hey, guess what? You should probably do in the walk around to your fucking airplane. Shouldn't you be doing, like, I don't know, pilot things? Yeah, yeah, how about that? Now, if you're off the job, and even if you're in uniform still, that's fine. As long as you're representing your agency or organization, just fine. But honestly, like, if we were teaching a class, and I looked over, and there's Gabe making a fucking TikTok while, like, we're supposed to be watching the line, I would walk over and be like, if you ever do that again, I'm going to make you eat that fucking phone right before I fire you. Mm -hmm. That is the dumbest fucking thing you could have possibly fucking done first of all you look stupid to all these people and second of all what the fuck what do you do now he shows up before a class and wants to make a tiktok i don't care he stays after class and makes tiktok i don't care we're on a fucking break and he's downrange changing targets as long as the job's done he can make all the fucking tiktoks he wants but if we're on the fucking job and if you're if you're on shift as a cop or airline pilot or a nurse or whatever you're on the fucking job unless you're on break or it's before or after, unless you're literally not working right now. You're not supposed to be. You're not expected to be doing your job right now. Well, guess what? You're a fucking asshole. Part, part of your job in those professions is the image, too. Yeah. That is part of the job. Massive. Because because you have people's safety in your hands, and you have to give them a warm fuzzy that they don't have some fucking moron in the front of that airplane or behind the gun of that issued duty weapon. Yeah. You know? You know what video? Your image is part of your job. Fucking boils my blood is like, the nurses who set up their phone somehow and then are crying in a hallway and like, I just lost, this is the third patient I've lost today. Can you imagine having such low fucking Fuck. self-esteem and such low self-image that you are literally videoing yourself crying and then 
And then... But with perfect framing, <coughs> mind you, because that shit took time. With perfect framing, so it means it's taken a couple of takes. You're then going to sit and edit this video so that it looks the best it can, right? You're going to, like, cut out the beginning and the end that doesn't doesn't really have the, the, the pizzazz. And then you're going to take the time to watch this video enough times you're like, yes, this is good. And then you're going to write it... You're the reason our fucking... Our whole system is collapsing. People yeah. like that, this is why. You got if you're a female cop and or a female service member and you're taking videos of how tight you can get your fucking top blouse so your tits pop out or how how great your or how ass high looks. you can hike up your fucking trousers. You know what? If I went and wore fucking you know not medium regs, I gotta get some fucking you know small regs. I'm gonna shove this ass. I have a pretty nice ass. All right. If I shoved it, <laughs> I've in seen some, it. So. If, yeah. <laughs> Drew's over here laughing for some yeah. reason. I don't know. Nice. Remember, no, no, he was getting his. his <laughs> when, when Kyle was here giving me fucking oh, acupuncture, yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, Gabe, you're about to get real fucking personal around here. But uh, that was like when he was brand new. Yeah, like he's been here for like a month, and I'm like, get ready to see me naked, bro. So, <laughs> so if like if I shoved his ass into some fucking small regs, thick as fuck, dude, I'd look awesome. But, you know, I'm a medium reg. What can you do? Like, I don't know if I could button those things. The point is, like, if you're doing this kind of shit... Kill yourself. Just fucking end it, man. Call your parents and go, I'm really disappointed in you. Say, hey, mom. Because Dad, you created me. I just want you to and know... And it's like the, wor- the worst thing you've ever done <laughs> is create me. And I just want to let you know I'm killing myself because to of save you. the planet. <laughs> All right? Don't lament me when I'm gone. All right? Just roll me over a cliff somewhere. Splatter me on the fucking rocks below. Let the fucking crabs have me. Just forget you ever had a child. I'm disappointed in you. Know that before I go. Feed me to the otters. Get a time machine. <laughs> go back. Apologize to your grandfather. I'm sorry for shitting on your fucking family le- legacy like this. I am a disappointment to all of society. You know what we're going to do? We're going to line them up like the old school firing squad and throw acorns at them. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> they'll, they'll go, ow, I'm I can't feel my legs. They'll probably just die of like shock and, and surprise and fear, panic, it's roll like, around on the grass. Can you imagine? I can imagine. Like, can, you, can you imagine? I think about like my grandfather, all right? My grandfather, my great-grandfather, my father, right? But I think about my grandfather because I'm named after him. <clears throat> my grandfather was a badass motherfucker, right? No shit, straight up, mountain man. Right? Like, actual, no shit, mountain man. Sometimes, when I'm even, like, making a video for work, I'm like, man, my grandfather thinks it's so fucking stupid. I'm not even kidding you. Like, this shit crosses my mind. And when I'm teaching people, I'm like, dude, my grandfather would think this would be fucking cool. You know what I mean? When I'm teaching someone to do, it's like, yeah, yeah. I mean, he's World War II veteran, mountain man, fucking famed, literally world-famous fucking elk hunter. Oh, God. You know? And Did you just get that little creep up of bitch inside. Every like, now and then, oh, you know I what I mean? You know, like, what my grandfather this. fucking think about this? You know what I mean? Like, and can you imagine, like, you're making uh, I'm crying TikTok and how depressed and sad you are that you've edited, done multiple takes on, framed perfectly, like Daryl said. And then you imagine, like, the door opens and your fucking grandpa walks in. Dude, my grandpa would beat the shit out of me. You, he probably wouldn't even say anything. He'd just you, pick up the nearest object and go to hitting me with it. You know what? It, <laughs> I know I've told you this, but a buddy of mine always used to say this, like, Damn, like, you must have a fucking jester bloodline. Like, you were the jester to the king. Jester blood. Like, you were not a knight. 
You're not anyone that worked hard. Man, that's you were, harsh. You were a fucking jester. One of my buddies used to say that's that. worse to call someone a peasant, dude. No, literally, one of my buddies used to say that to motherfuckers all the time, and, like, you'd see him like, think about it for a second, and they're like, fuck. You got jester blood. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. That's harsh, dude. Wow. Wow. All right, slight shift here. <clears throat> <sighs> Eventually, we have to get to our hour, topic. An hour in on the first story. Uh, only 45 minutes. Oh, okay. Yeah. Good Samaritan killed on the I-10 as he was trying to help a crash victim. This is a fucking sad story. Uh, initial investigation indicates the ambulance was traveling eastbound on I-10. This is one of our major and most dangerous freeways in Arizona is the I-10. I have to drive the I-10 <clears throat> too often. Daryl drives it all the time. Yep. And I'm telling you, I... Every time I'm on the I-10, I'm like, today's the day. Statistically, it's one of the most dangerous stretches in the country yeah. that, that between Tucson and Phoenix. I never have driven the I-10, and there's not a fucking problem somewhere. It's crazy. The ambulance driver appeared to have fallen asleep, maybe. Uh, appeared to lose control, traveling back and forth across the roadway before eventually rolling, coming to rest on its wheels between the number two uh, lane and the right shoulder. And the ambulance is pretty fucked up. Um, it's pretty fucked up. So they've got some good pictures of it. According to DPS, two good Samaritans, regular people, stop with the ambulance to help out those inside. The two identified only as a man and a woman were driving in separate vehicles. These are two separate people. As they attempted to make contact with the ambulance occupants, an unrelated vehicle driven by a male collided with the ambulance and also struck both good Samaritans. This collision further pushed the ambulance off the highway to the right, killing the male Good Samaritan, while the female Good Samaritan was taken to the hospital with unknown injuries. Um, the person who struck them also sustained minor injuries. The female ambulance passenger was transported in critical condition. I think they're, they're not talking about a patient. I believe this is the medic, either an EMT or a paramedic. I think it's, it's, they're not. They're just using the wrong wordage here, but I believe it's either the EMT or paramedic. She was transported in critical condition. Impairment of the driver of the vehicle that struck the ambulance is being investigated and is believed to possibly be a factor in the collision. And obviously, they talk more about the investigation. Here's why this is a, a thing we want to talk about. Um, we talk about this in every medical class ever, which is scene safety. It, it's great yep. to stop and help. And literally, we tell people, and this is a perfect example, that the number one way that bystanders, lay responders are killed is being killed by vehicles in vehicle accidents. And then it happens right here in our own backyard. And it sucks, man, because here's two people <clears throat> who don't, or at least one guy, who doesn't get to go home to his family, even though he obviously has a good enough heart to stop and try to help. Like, this is, these are the people, not Acorn guy, fuck that asshole. This is the guy I wish was still on the planet. Unfortunately, Acorn guy gets to fucking be alive, but this guy gets fucking killed. I mean, welcome to the world, right? This is fucking life. So please be fucking safe if you want to stop and help. Please make sure that you are properly marked, your vehicle is properly marked, you are pulling completely off the roadway, you're using hazards, road flares, strobes, <clears throat> orange, what's that? Orange vests. Orange vests. <clears throat> Get people off the roadway, get them into a safe area, get them out of their vehicle, move people out of vehicles. If they're still in the fucking roadway, if you can get them out of the vehicle, get them out of the vehicle. Vehicles that have been in accidents getting struck again is so fucking common. People are texting, they're drinking, they're not paying attention. And just understand if you're responding and do all those things, you can still be fucking hit. You, you are, you are in danger. You are in danger. If you, especially with vehicles, you are in danger. If you stop, 
So number one, know that that's a risk you're taking. And number two, please do everything you possibly can to be safe. <clears throat> because this guy, I don't know who he was. They'll probably never release his name. Maybe, probably not. Man, that's a dude I wish was still on the planet. That's a dude that we want here. He, he was willing to stop and help and do everything he possibly could. That's a dude I wish was still here. Acorn dude, I wish he'd have got fucking run over by a truck. This guy fucking sucks, man. Please be fucking safe, all right? Be safe when you're out there trying to help. And that's not just vehicle accidents. That's industrial accidents, uh, job site injuries, uh, anything, man. Anything where you could possibly be injured or hurt as a responder, <clears throat> please make your scene safe. Please. It sucks to have to hear this kind of shit. So just scene safety. Remember, March is important. But SA, safety and accountability, are equally important. We just talked about that, you know, in our recent uh, IFAC show, Scene Safety. All right. That's all the news we have. We went way too long on that stupid acorn thing. All right. Maybe that was going to happen. Can you imagine if an otter figured out how to also use acorns? Don't, okay, don't say that out loud yeah, again. Yeah, don't say that like, you're not, you, I can't oh, wait. My God. We can't summon this into existence. Can you imagine, though? Holy shit. There's a new art project for and somebody. got behind you? Dude, they have perfect claws for it. They just... They have the perfect things. fucking claws. Those little... They're like little paddles, like a fucking ping pong paddle, dude. One otter could be throwing the acorns up, and the other otter is whack, smacking. Like damn volleyball Hold on a second. Has anyone even verified that there wasn't an otter at this other situation? <laughs> Hold on a second. Maybe this cop was in the right. Has anyone even checked to see if the world's deadliest killer, silent deadliest killer, the otter, was possibly nearby? <laughs> I'm not saying it's it's probable, but I'm not saying it's impossible. Something to think about. Fucking killing machine. Dude, look at that thing! It's ripping the shit out of that fish! Holy shit! Is that a river otter? It's a river otter. Dude, river otters, you don't fuck around with the river otters, dude. Fucking deadly. Pretty cute. Remember they, that one we that gotta we got to keep saw? them in the river so that they don't get access to acorns. This is God's way of keeping us safe. The otters stay in the water. The acorns stay on land. God forbid an acorn ever drops into the water and an otter finds it, and then they make that fucking connection. They'll come on land, dude, like the dinosaurs. We'll be fucked. We'll construct a breathing apparatus. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Not for a long time. Five, maybe ten minutes. Wow. I fucking love that shit. <laughs> like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> what were you going to say, Drew? Did I hear about what? Or did I, you remember what? Oh, the otters that we saw when we go down the uh, river paddleboarding. The Saw River? Mm-hmm. At the time I saw those otters. Mm-hmm. I was unaware. It's like me being in Africa for the first time, looking at a black mamba, not knowing what it is. I had no idea that otters were that dangerous. I would not have been just laughing and giggling and just with glee and happiness at seeing an otter had I known at that time. Now that I know, I'm what are you going to do next time? Carry a gun while I'm paddleboarding. Obviously, a rifle, probably. Get a mountain belt fed on your paddleboard. Dude, yeah, fucking. I'm beefing the paddleboard up. I'm not going to die out there. By the grace of God, you know. Independence training gear moment, check your zero. <clears throat> it is important for you to verify that you have a good solid zero. This is the number one issue that we see in all classes is, uh, and certainly in, in life and competitions and all that, is people not having a good zero. We taught uh, a class, a carbine class yesterday, and 
we had a couple problems with zeros out there. People not being 100% zeroed or not being zeroed with the right ammunition. And then we started extending out, you know, beyond 25 yards. We're shooting at 100 a lot. We're shooting at 80. We're shooting at 75. We're not even that far away yet. We're not in field carbine. We're shooting out to three, four, five hundred, or beyond. You know, and already because people had bad zeros, their capability to to uh, impact at you know twelve and fifteen inch targets, even at a uh, hundred yards, was being affected. And they're like, "What the fuck, man!" You know. And we ran a marksmanship qual that we always run in advanced carbine, which is one of my favorite exercises to run. And uh, yeah, we had one guy who's a good shooter, and he goes, he's like, "Dude, uh, twenty five possible rounds on the on the qual." It goes from 100 yards to 5 yards, so it works in multiple positions, lots of cool, fun stuff. And he gets downrange, he's like 11 fucking hits. You know, everyone else is like 18 or more, you know? A couple guys who were perfect scores, a lot of 21s, 22s, like good, good scores. It's, it's a tough drill. And this guy's like 11. He's like, what the fuck? I'm like, dude, what are you doing? You know, he's like, dude. So we run it again, and same fucking results. He gets like 12 or something. I'm like, god damn, dude. He's like, yeah, I think it's my fucking zero. Then we zero... He checks, he, after lunch, he managed, he has time, so he checks his zero way the fuck off. You know, check your zero. It's the number one thing that's going to affect your ability to fucking hit targets. So whether it's a pistol optic, whether it's a rifle optic, a shotgun optic, I don't care what it is. If you have an optic or sights that can be zeroed, check them often using the ammunition that you plan to use. Otherwise, you're affecting your ability to hit. You are adding a variable that you could have otherwise controlled. Independence Training Gear Moment brought to you by TrainingAZ.com. All right, 54 minutes into the show. We're on our topic, which is also going to be filled full of rants. <clears throat> the topic for this week is don't buy more gear, build more skills. And I think we've already touched on a few of those things today. One of the things that, I, um, that I've seen a lot in our community is I'm really starting to see something we're working on here at Independence Training. We've been working on for a couple of years, actually, uh, finally launching is working more on things like tactics, field craft, um, you know, what are we carrying in our gear? We see a lot of people come through class. We had a student class yesterday, carbine class, um, wearing his kit, and he's got a, a good carrier on. And on his carrier, he's got extra batteries, he has his water, he's got his comm set up. You know, he had a lot of good stuff. You know, he had a maintenance kit. Hit a lot of good shit on his kit, stuff that I want and have on my kit. Most people there, however, with their load-bearing equipment, their plate carriers, whatever, just had ammo, a dump pouch, maybe a med kit. And that was it. And they're not considering the fact that the majority of situations that they're going to be in that are emergencies are not just going to require a rifle or a handgun and a shitload of ammo. And <clears throat> so, you know, one of the things like that, Advanced carbine really exposes people's lack of cardio. We run a lot. Um, there's At one point, we do 400 yards of running in one exercise that typically only lasts a couple of minutes. And over the time of a couple of minutes, people are going to shoot a lot. They're going to manipulate four entirely different rifles. And then they're going to run a cumulative 400 yards, 50 yards at a time. It's a fuckload of work. And people always sprint to the first gun, and I'm like, yeah, get it. <laughs> and then by the fourth gun, they are lightly jogging, you know, because they're on their 300, 400 yard at this point. And that's not even that far. So it always brings up the discussion, you know, our marksmanship qual. It's 100 yards of movement forward, very fast paced. 100 yards, not even that much. 
And people get to the end and they're breathing heavy and they're panting and they're dumping sweat and they're like, oh man, they can't shoot. They're having a hard time holding the rifle steady. It's like, dude, as we've talked about many times on the show, fitness is crucial. Having a standard of fitness is crucial. You know, I'll give my standard again because we're talking about the topic. <clears throat> Here's my basic standards of fitness for adult males. Adult females modify as needed. Children modify as needed, right? Handicaps or disabilities modify as needed, all right? But here's my basic standards for physical fitness. Running. You should be able to run three miles without stopping. Period. I don't care how long it takes you, three miles without stopping. Two. You should be able to sprint a quarter of a mile. Balls out as fast as you can. I don't care what the time is, but as fast as you can, a quarter of a mile. Three, you should be able to drop right now and do 50 push-ups. Four, you should be able to drop right now and do 50 unassisted sit-ups. You don't need someone to hold your fucking feet. Five, you should be able to dead hang, none of that kip shit. You should be able to dead hang five pull-ups. I don't care how long it takes you, five pull-ups, right? Six, you should be able to do a ruck three miles at an average pace of no less than 15 minutes a mile. Your ruck should weigh at least a third of your body weight. Whatever a third of your body weight is, it should weigh at least that, and you should be able to do three miles at a 15-minute pace. Right? If you knew better than that, awesome on any of these things. But these are basic, basic standards. If you're not at least at one of those, then you know what you need to work on. Throwing. How well can you throw a thing? It used to be everyone could throw things. When the M67 baseball grenade was developed, they literally developed it because the quote is, every American boy can throw a baseball. Back then. Now, kids can throw baseballs really great on the screen, but you take them out to the park and they can't even throw a fucking baseball. I didn't grow up throwing baseballs to learn how to throw baseballs. I threw rocks. Yep. <laughs> I threw sticks. I threw fucking everything. You should be able to throw a thing. Think of what, what if I need to throw something to somebody? What if I need to throw a fucking grenade? Right? What if I need to get this thing the fuck away from me? How well can you throw? These are basic skills. How well can you catch? It blows my mind when someone throws something to someone else. And every now and then everyone's going to miss. I don't, I don't expect you to be a professional athlete. But like when throwing something to someone becomes like an, oh my God, I might drop this situation. Like, dude, my father used to throw me in the air when I was a baby and catch me successfully. Is that what happened? To my knowledge, 100% of the time. One time. I threw my kids in the air when they were little babies and I caught them. I'm throwing the most precious thing to me, tossing them up in the air. We, right? They love that shit. They always love it. And catch them and play with them and wrestle with them. And like, that is basic level skill. I'm not saying you should be able to throw a baby like a baseball necessarily. All right. But I am saying like, can you throw something and catch it? These are like a basic skill. Be honest with yourself. Like this is a skill that you go, if I can't do that, I sh probably shouldn't buy any more guns. 
You know, I probably shouldn't get any more stuff. I probably shouldn't buy any more plate carriers. I probably shouldn't get any more dumb shit. What I should probably do is build more skills. I should probably go out and go, can I change my tire? Can I change my battery? Can I do basic maintenance on my vehicle? Not once upon a time have you done it on the current vehicle that you own. Well, I'll throw one out there too. I mean, equipment is important for stuff, right? So if you've got your AR and your plate carrier and all this shit, you have a tire repair kit Yeah. in your truck? Yeah, yeah. It's good, good call. I mean, there is necessary gear for certain things. Do you have the right shit? And before you go buy another AR and a third and a fourth, do you have a good sling on the one you got? Do you have yeah. a light on the one you got? Mm-hmm. You know, so if you're going to start buying shit, it's like, what do they say? Be the, beware the man with only one gun. Well, make sure that gun's set up exactly how you want it. Yeah. But don't buy more shit after that, you know? I, I have students who just buy guns and guns and yep. guns. And and they'll, like, I'll have students who will literally hit me up and be like, yeah, man, uh, I just got a new gun. I want to come out and train with them. I go, what about the other guns we were training with? Well, yeah, but this one's set up better. Why don't we just train with those, dude? You know what I mean? Like, you were struggling with those. Yeah. Buying a new one's not necessarily going to help this situation. It's like, don't don't buy a new one. We're not even, you know, we're not even proficient with this one. If you're going to buy something, buy more ammo and get out here and yeah. shoot. I'm like, why don't you buy more mags? How many mags do you have? Yeah. How much ammo do you have? Uh, how many water purifiers do you have? Water is life, man. So when you look at the the essentials of survival, and I know that Daryl has an extra one he likes to add to this, but there are, in reality, six priorities of survival. Food, water, shelter, signal, first aid, fire. If I don't have those capabilities in my ruck, plate carrier, chest rig, in your vehicle, if you don't have these things, you are not as prepared as you think you are. Get more of those tools as needed, if needed, and if you don't know how to use them, Use them. It always blows my mind when people have things and they've never used them. They'll be like, yeah, man, I got this awesome grail water purifier. Put it in my kit. I go, well, how many, like, have you filtered with it? Well, no, man, I don't, like, want to waste it. It's good for, like, 10,000 fucking gallons. I don't think you're going to blow through that. Yeah, but, so, yeah, and if you don't use it, do you know how to clean it properly? Do you know how to backflow it? Like, do you know how to clean it? Do you know how to make sure it's dry? Because if I put it wet in... It's bottle. It's gonna it degrades. Gonna go. It's gonna degrade because it's made to filter water. And if you leave water in there, and then condensation builds, it's technically filtering that shit. And you're literally using up life. Like, are you even managing this? How, do you know how to deal with your gear in your dusty environments, your nasty environments? Like, I have a buddy of ours who's going to a class at the end of this month, um, and it's like a, it's a big kind of like civilian seer type class, and he's prepping his gear. And we were talking a little about some of his gear stuff. And we were talking about, you know, like dummy cording, everything. Obviously, like if it's mission essential gear, it's attached to my body, period. It's attached to my body. It's not in my bag. It's not in a pouch. It's not even on my rig. It's attached to my fucking body. It is dummy corded to my belt loop. It is, you know, secured inside my pocket. Like it is one way, shape or form attached to me. If I fell down a fucking mountain, this shit would stay attached to me. And we're talking about this stuff. And he was like, how many, how many people out there do you think? ever think about this. And I'm like, dude, I know guys who've hunted and fished and hiked and backpacked their whole fucking life who put everything into their backpack. They don't even think about the skills needed to use some of the shit. 
You know what's crazy to me is when I hear people say like, yeah, dude, I lost my fucking Garmin or I lost this. And I'm like, you didn't have that shit fucking secured. Yeah. Yeah. How'd you lose like, it? That's a fucking important piece of equipment. It blows my mind. Or like, oh, I lost this spotting scope. Like dudes leave shit in the field all the fucking time, especially hunters too. Oh, like dude. they get that fucking little dump after they shoot a buck and it's like, <clears throat> oh, fuck my Swaro spotting scope. I'm just going to leave it on the hill where yeah. I shot, go cape out this elk or whatever. And then they pack it out and they're like, fuck mm-hmm. it's like how do you not i mean obviously that's a little big to dummy cord but rangefinder shit like that i mean when we were shooting nrl like i had dummy corded shit the night before we went out there mm-hmm. fucking rangefinder fell out of the pouch mm-hmm. remember that and it yep. just zoop, right yep. on the fucking yep. dummy cord and i'm like tuck it back in and keep mm-hmm. going and even if you can't dummy cord it to yourself mark it yeah like again these are skills and if you're using your gear more like my shit is marked if i'm out in the field with something not everything has to be perfectly camouflaged all the time. I'm not hiding from people. Hiding from people, hiding from animals, or just doing field shit is a totally different thing. If I'm just, if I'm not hiding from people, dude, put some orange flaggers tape Absolutely. on Absolutely, especially yeah. if it's emergency gear. Mm-hmm. You know, we're not all seer evading, like, the, yeah. you get all this military survival gear, and some of it's good kit, some of it's not, but it's made for people to evade. Other humans. Other humans, yeah. yeah. So if you're out in the woods in an emergency, why the fuck is your little match tin olive drab? Make it orange. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, dude, air tags. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, yeah. this is such an easy thing to do to not lose your shit. Just fucking air tag your shit, right? Like, if I'm going to have a, a big piece of gear that's not going to be attached to me, a spotting scope or a tripod, something's going to be big and bulky and whatever, I'm not necessarily going to carry around, put it in my pack. I air tag that shit. Yeah, just fucking duct tape it on there. Yeah, I mean, they have all kinds you of know, cool little like- carriers, carabiner type ones and little loop ones and locking ones and all that. Throw that shit on whatever, air tag that shit. You know, back to, I know we're kind of going back, but like the water yeah. thing, you know, question I ask sometimes people is like, how much water do you consume in a week? And they're like, oh, I probably drink. And I'm like, no, 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 no. not drinking. Consume. consume. I would challenge anyone for one week, your whole family, or it's just you and the bros, only buy gallons of water and use them for everything you do. Showering, cooking, cleaning, drinking, all that. And then you can get a number of how many gallons you consume total a week and then multiply that by a month mm-hmm. and then by a year. Mm-hmm. Or if you want to look at a household, you have access to your water meter. Right. So you can see that exactly. You can just go to your water meter and go, okay, we're going to live normally. We're going to water the lawn. We're going to take showers. We're going to wash the dishes. We're going to wash no the dog. No change in life. No change in life. Look at the meter on Sunday at midnight and then look at the meter again next Sunday at midnight. And I guarantee your mind is about to be fucking blown. You're going to go, I need to stop buying fucking guns and I need to get some goddamn water solutions. Yeah. It blows my mind people who live in the desert don't store water. At a bare minimum, you should be storing 50 gallons of water. A 50-gallon water drum is way less than a gun. It's way less than an optic. They're they're uh, 50 bucks. Well, I'll get I'll, I'll 100 I'll, bucks on the high side with a pump. I'll throw a number out there. 2 gallons per day per person for whatever time you are planning for. Yeah, minimum. Minimum. Yeah. And that's yeah. not doing all the daily. That's a use gallon shit. to drink and a gallon for all your other shit mm-hmm. that day. And so look at these things that we're talking about that don't involve buying guns and ammo and involve maybe building some other skills. Are you catching rainwater? Are you storing rainwater? Are you using your rainwater? Are you managing everything on your property as best as you can be managing it? Start building skills with gardening. I, my challenge, Gable challenged you guys to capture water to uh, – to um, 
log your water water, log your water. My challenge would be grow something. Grow a plant. I don't care if you fucking grow marijuana. All right, I don't give a shit what you grow. (laughs) Grow a plant for three months. Grow any. I I don't care what you fucking grow. Pick the easiest one. Pick a hard one. Pick a fruit. Pick a vegetable. I don't care what you grow. Grow something for three months. Or, even more of a challenge, grow it until it bears a flower or fruit. Whatever it's supposed to produce, grow it until it at least produces that. But at a bare minimum, just keep it alive for three months. You know, that that's an easy challenge to do. Like, whenever people, whenever people are telling me, like, oh, I want to have kids and whatever, this is literally what I challenge them to do. Hey, you want to have a kid? Yeah, I go get a plant. Keep it alive for three months. Here's what they always find at the end of three months. Like, man, that was a lot of work. And I go, yeah, it is a lot of work when you're responsible for something else keeping it alive. It's harder to keep a plant alive than it is to keep a dog alive. It's harder to keep a plant alive than it is to keep a goldfish alive. So getting a pet isn't necessarily the right answer. It's like get a plant that has to be watered, replanted, taken care of, you know, fertilized, put in the sun, but not too much sun, kept away from the cold, et cetera, et cetera. There's a lot of shit you got to do. And sometimes it's easier to do than others, just like what we're talking about here. Sometimes some skills are easier. And then you'll, one, you just built a skill of keeping a plant alive. And two, you'll realize how fucking hard it is to keep plants alive. And now when you're like, well, when the shit hits the fan, I'm going to take these legacy seeds that I bought from the fucking survival store and I'm going to go out back and I'm going to plant them and I'm going to grow myself a garden. It's like, dude, there's so many. In your many, shit fucking backyard soil. Yeah, in your garbage <laughs> soil with the fucking birds and the rabbits, all your neighbors watching you do this without the lack of a fucking wa- constant water source, yeah. et cetera, et cetera. You, you're going you're gonna to experiment on this skill when you think you're going to fucking die. If you don't, no, you should be experimenting now. And these are easy things that are very, very inexpensive. All right. Since you guys both have a challenge, I have a challenge. Oh, Daryl's challenge. Turn off the fucking blue line on your phone. Turn off the Garmin. Mm -hmm. And for a month, do nothing but navigate off of a fucking map. And nothing, just a map. Yep. That's it. You can buy roadmaps of your city. Yeah. And those are cheap. Those aren't a big piece of kit. Or, and you know what? or go ahead and download them. Like and you we know used what? to if with MapQuest, download go, the map. If you, go out, if you go out hunting, hiking, something like that, fine, add mm-hmm. a compass. But in the city, all you need is a fucking, in fact, all you need is a map out in, out in the wilderness too. Mm-hmm. But yeah, just use a map. That's it for a month. Yeah. yeah. One of the things I've been looking into the farming thing, uh, trying to figure out what it takes to construct those vertical farming apparatuses. Like those big hydroponic The things. ones I sent you. That mm-hmm. guy just harvesting them. <clears throat> Yeah, and, and it's very sp- yeah. space efficient. Dude, you can grow that shit, shit like your fucking apartment. Cool. You get those hydroponic vertical growers. Yeah, that's. I've seen people put those things in condos and townhomes, really cool. and they are literally like picking fresh vegetables every morning. Yeah, like it's Super fucking cool. crazy. They're like, oh, these are my cucumbers, and this is my these are my herbs, and these are my. T-. I've thought about getting it for our house just to have something inside because we battle in the summertime, man. We battle the heat. Very difficult. Well, you when know? you have very little space, I mean, cities figured it out a long time ago. Instead of building out, they built up. Do the same thing with your same garden. Thing with your garden. Yep. Build you have limited space. Yeah. Yeah. You don't have to have a giant back to people like, well, I'm going to, well, what about, what about, you, you know what? You're right. You have a problem. So the goal here is find the solution. You have a problem. Find the solution. Don't bitch and complain that you are not capable of doing something. You're the fucking person we're talking about. But I bet you have a lot of guns. You found a solution to that. You know, you came up with that money. You came up with that time. So now go out and build these other skills. So if we go back to those basic priorities, right? Food. Water, shelter, signal, fire, and first aid. 
All of those things, if you were at a seventh one, it would be defense. You have to be able to security, defend all that, right? Yeah. Security. Security governs all there. Right? But that's, that's important. But, but when you get to that point, everybody goes straight to security. Well, I got to have a way to defend my shit. What shit? You have nothing worth taking probably. You know, it's like a, it's the easiest. When people are going to come take your shit, they're going to take shit that falls in line with those six things because that's what everyone's going to need. So build those skills. Have something worth taking. All right, like build those skills. Can I produce some of my own food? You obviously can't produce everything unless you live on a farm with lots of acreage and you're super self-sufficient. It's very difficult, very very difficult to do that. I don't expect you to be able to do that, but do produce something you can eat. There is nothing. Like sitting down, we sit down to a meal and we hunted the game meat and the vegetables came from us or someone else. You know, we're eating eggs every morning that come from the chickens in our backyard. Like there's a satisfaction. And I'm saying I still don't buy stuff. I go to the grocery store like everybody else. Just like old school farmers went to the market, right? Like they know they can't produce everything. So they take their okra and they trade it for fucking apples or whatever, right? Okay, that's fine. But understand that you are going into a situation where if you don't have anything to bring to the table, no one wants to trade with you. And if you don't have anything to bring to the table, your people may literally fucking die because you can't produce food. You can't create water or, or your water, water everywhere and not a drop to drink, right? You have polluted water in canals and pools. I always love when people go, yeah, man, don't worry about water. I got a pool. I got 20,000 gallons or whatever. You have a murky like, too? Oh, like, you can't get those anymore. And I'm like, yeah, so <laughs> how, how are you going to filter out that fucking pool water? Like, what are you going to use that pool water for, dude? You can't water your plants with it. You can't feed your animals with it. You can't drink it. You can't shower with it. Like, this is not good water. It goes stagnant really fucking fast. Like, how are you going to manage this water? Oh, you need a Berkey Black. Oh, guess what the government just fucking banned? Yep. The fucking Berkeys. Ban the import because of something about pesticides. It's something bullshit totally fucked up. It is. Yeah, yeah. Bullshit. They keep attacking systematically our ability to be self-reliant. The Berkey, specifically the Berkey black filters, were so fucking popular because they could filter out all this nasty shit in the drinking water. And so all these people were filtering out all this bullshit that they put in our drinking water to fucking control us. And then, oh, suddenly we're with no previous history of pesticides and fucking Berkey black filters. They banned the importation of Berkey filters. Like if it's if you look and go this and is not like our government cares about fucking pesticides, Jesus. Oh yeah, they're gonna, yeah. <laughs> they're gonna talk about that and then literally feed me poison. Get, get, get fucked. Yeah. They're gonna put the same shit in my water that I can now I can't filter out because they say that the the real problem is the filter. Get fucked. So is there systematically eliminating our ability to be more self reliant? Pay the fuck attention. Because they're trying to take away your ability to be self reliant. That means you should focus more on that. Now, I'm not saying don't focus on security and defense. Definitely yep. do that. Keep training. Keep practicing. Keep training your people around you. Get the appropriate tools. But if you have 10 rifles and you realistically only need two or three and you need some funds or space or whatever for these other projects, get rid of those other freaking rifles. They're not doing you any fucking good. If I wasn't in the business, I wouldn't have so many freaking firearms for the business because yep. most of the shit is owned by the company. It's like my personal stuff is pretty fucking limited. Well, actually, I don't have a lot of guns. I have what I need to do the things that I do. Everything else is shit I have to use for work. I actually wrote this down because we are very gun-focused as a company, of course, and so people ask them, how many guns do you need? I came up with three minimum, five ideal. That's it. Any more than that, you're done. Yep. You know? And if you don't know how to use mm -hmm. those, Jesus. You don't need more. No. You don't need more of them. If you have a gun that's having a problem, the answer isn't buying a new gun. 
Yeah. It's fixing that problem. If you have a gun you're not very good at using, the answer isn't buying a new gun. It's figuring out why you're not very good at using this thing. A new gun is, well, I need something with a different grip angle. No, you don't. You need no. to learn a better presentation. Well, this grip angle fucks me up. No, the grip angle does not fuck you up. Everyone who says that, again, I just want to open hand slap them, which to me is the most fucking disrespectful thing you can do to somebody is fucking open hand slap them. So it's like, yeah, just fucking slap, especially a dude to another dude. You open hand slap another dude. That's pretty fucking insulting. Well, if you just I'll like- open hand fucking slap you if you say... Uh, I don't shoot this well because of the grip angle. I don't shoot this well because I don't like the sights. I don't shoot this well because it's not what I'm used to. What you mean is you don't shoot well. Yeah, you have a shitty manual of arms. Yeah, your fucking proficiency sucks, and you're trying to buy a solution instead of create the solution, instead of putting in the work like all the fucking rest of us had to do. When you look at guns as tools, I mean, some people have ten hammers. Sure. You only probably need one, right? So look at what you got to do. What do I got to do? Defend myself against two-legged critters? Shoot flying shit, shoot small shit, shoot big shit right. for hunting, right? What do you need for that? Not much. Yeah, and I mean, if you're living in the majority of places in America <clears throat> where hunting is a very limited basis and you're not shooting big stuff all the time, like, yeah, I, I people were like, yeah, man, I got my fucking 300 and I got my fucking 7 mag and I got all these guns. rabbits like, with that, bro? I'm like, what the fuck are you shooting with these things? Yeah, where's your 22? Are you killing yeah. bisons? Or your 12 gauge? You yeah, know, like, what are you fucking... shooting with these giant fucking calibers? Well, elk. I'm like, I don't know if you know this, but you don't need those kind of calibers to kill elk. Bro, I've been killing elk my whole fucking life. I'm not shooting them with relatively small calibers, you know? It's like... You don't need those giant you, – oh, you do need those giant calibers if you don't shoot well and you're going to blow a fucking chunk off of something. Or if you're in Africa hunting elephants. Yeah, if, yeah. I'm, <laughs> if, I'm, hunting, if I'm hunting a Kodiak, I want a fucking howitzer, dude. <laughs> like, what's the biggest caliber I can put in these two hands if I'm hunting a fucking Kodiak bear? I'm going to blow a fucking hole in his chest big enough to see through because I know what happens if you don't kill those things and you just kind of wound them. Yeah, you fucking die. You fucking get fucked. That's yeah. also not what you're probably going to kill for food. That's most of the time, yeah. That, that's your more security defense, right? So the point being is it's like, and, and none of us really even live where Kodiak lives. So my point being is look at other skills within yep. these at least six things. Everyone goes straight to security. It's just the same thing with like when people yep. talk about home defense and they go, man, what gun? What's the best gun for home defense? And I go, I don't fucking care. Let's talk about the other things, right? Are you doing the other Ds of the four Ds of structural defense, deter, detect, delay, and finally defend? Everybody goes straight to defend because it's a solution I can buy something for. Oh, I can buy a gun. Now I'm going to be safe at home. No, you're not. Like if, you're, if your house is a shitty house and it's easy to break into, you're less safe. Even if you have a gun, it's not going to help you. So you are going to wake up and someone's going to be fucking standing above you or stabbing you. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, you're going to wake up and the gun's not going to be able to do a goddamn bit of good for you. Harden your fucking structure. If you don't have a security door, and you can, right? If you're renting or whatever, I understand you have some limitations. But even renting, there's a lot of things you can do. It's like if you don't have a security door, sell a gun to fucking buy one. If you don't have, you know, long three-inch screws and your freaking door frames, your door hinges, all that kind of shit, you're fucked up, right? If, if you don't have the capability to detect people coming in, you don't have to own something to put a security system in it. Like, it's worth selling a couple of guns or not buying any more guns or ammo for a little while to be able to to provide yourself with a good security system. It's not expensive, right? The Vivint ones, like Joe uh, was on here, you know, last week or a couple weeks ago talking about, those are very cost-effective. He gave you a baseline of the most basic system you should have that will absolutely help you both deter, detect, and delay if you focus on those things. Or you can just go buy another fucking gun, which isn't what you need. You know, it's like if 
and, and here's another skill that I would recommend you do. And this, this one's more kind of on a, a personal note. If you're a dad and you aren't taking your kids on dad dates, you need to stop everything else you think is important in your fucking life. And you need to go build that skill. If you're not regularly dating your spouse, don't be surprised when you find out someone else is. If you're not regularly talking to your friends, hanging out with them, checking up on them. If you're that guy who's like, well, that ain't me, bro. I don't do your fucking asshole. Shut the fuck up and check up on your fucking friends. Go hang out with them. Make sure that they're okay. Make sure that they've got you as that shoulder, you know, make sure that they, that you're just giving yourself some time. If you're not taking any time for yourself, you are misprioritizing what is happening. Do you know one of the ultimate survival needs is that a lot of people don't talk about? Human connection. Human connection. Mm -hmm. And you look at that show alone on the History Channel. It's a perfect fucking example of this. Mm -hmm. Those dudes are legit survival experts that go on there by and large. And they all tap out after Mm -hmm. three months. So you can do all this other shit. You can be the best at security, at Mm -hmm. fire, at food, at water, all that. You hit three months without your people, Mm -hmm. you're fucked. It's just a thing. I mean, I think this is kind of a, a good baseline of assessment like we could go on and on and we can drone on and on and we can call fat people fat and we can make fun of cops some more or whatever it's all the same shit to me it's all the same shit like are you actually like that acorn cop in all reality that dude's not ready for anything he's not ready for shit that guy's not ready for someone to 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 be sitting in the back seat going man when i get out i'm gonna find you i'm gonna find your fucking kids you know what i mean like that's what shithead suspects are gonna say to you that dude's not ready for that. An acorn hitting a fucking car set off his most primal fucking response because he is not ready for shit. But he's got guns and he's got that badge. And that's unfortunately what most people are fucking always looking at. They're, they're focusing and prioritizing the wrong fucking shit. Sit down with yourself. Here's the time. I'll, I'll, I'll end my bit today by saying this. I call the hours of 2 a.m. to 3 a.m. the witching hour. All right. There's a time for some reason during the day, it doesn't matter where you are, how long you've been awake or whatever, where you can't lie to yourself. For me personally and other people I talk to about this concept is what we call the witching hour. The witching hour is 2 to 3 a.m. You cannot lie to yourself between 2 a.m. Two and 3 a.m. The most honest you've probably ever been with yourself has been during those hours. Tonight, stay up or set an alarm and wake up and hang out by yourself with only yourself between the hours of two and three, and then tell me if you didn't pontificate on some heavy shit. Think about these things during that time, and I can guarantee you will come up with some solutions, you will expose some weaknesses, and you will realize some shit that you've been ignoring or looking over for too fucking long. Become the best version of yourself, and then you can buy some more guns. That's what I have to say about it. I'll say, <clears throat> people who tell me they don't have time to do this shit, fuck off. Yeah. If you can't shake loose 10 minutes a day, think about that 10 minutes you're watching whatever bullshit sitcom or 10 minutes you're surfing on your phone or anything like, take that 10 minutes and then go practice one of these skills. I don't give a fuck what it is. Make a list. Just brainstorm sometime. A hundred different things. It won't take you long. And then take 10 minutes each day and practice one of those things with tools you already have without mm-hmm. buying more shit. 10 minutes a day times 365 days a year. Guess what? That comes to a lot, a lot of training time that you just broke loose. Yep. 
And it doesn't take much. It doesn't long. take much. <clears throat> There's what I got. Got anything, Gabe? Don't have Jester blood. That's all I got. <laughs> Fucking harsh, dude. That's a harsh thing. What do you got, Drew? Anything? No. Nothing? Right. Been over there doing shit. Working. Yes. <clears throat> all right. Well, it's time for your fitness moment. Ooh, what I have today is kind of falls in line with um, what we've already been kind of talking about is what I noticed yesterday was people got severely gassed out and we didn't even have a run and gun class. So I just think fitness overall, even if you can just get it in for every single day, lifting weights, walking, whatever, just get some baseline of fitness. Uh, we saw people basically benching themselves because they were too tired. And we were just walking a very short distance from underneath the Ramada, I guess you could say it is, or covering space, to where our, where we were shooting at. I mean, just walking, I don't know how it's many. Like, it's like 20 yards. It's a, yeah, if that. Not even that far. Yeah. And yeah. people couldn't do it. Mm. And they were skinny. We didn't have any fat people. So mm. it's just one of those things that you need to at least have a baseline of some type of, Ability to be outside in 70-degree weather and not get gassed out. All right. Fitness moment with Drew. Brought to you by MRC McKellar Running Club Phoenix. Monday nights, 6.30 at Chupacabra Tap Room in Mesa. Wednesday nights, 6.30 at uh, Dad's Eatery in Scottsdale. You don't have to be an amazing runner. You just got to show up and be willing to put a mile and a half in. That's it. If you can do that, then you can do at least one of the two loops that we do at those locations. Remember, you can bring us out to train with you. Get hosting information via email, info at trainingaz.com. That's how you can get a hold of us. Remember to follow us on Instagram and Facebook as The Arms Room Show, Independence Training, and MRC Phoenix. We're proud members of the Heroes Media Group. Always check out what our network is up to. They do a lot of cool stuff. Maybe able to help you with publications, transcription, media, uh, all kinds of stuff that they do. Next week, we're going to be talking about building a team and surrounding yourself with the right people. Kind of a bit of an extension from today, only we won't be bagging on uh, cops so much probably. So Maybe. Maybe. No guarantees. <laughs> Until next time, stay where, stay safe, and train hard. You've been listening to The Arms Room.